are watching a master at work. I don't, I don't want that. Don't First want of all, that. I don't want nothing inserted in me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I ain't you know, I ain't the biggest religious person, but I, I I fucks with the mark of the beast thing. Yeah, that's some wild shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't supposed to take nothing that can control me and be on my goddamn synapses and fucking turn my dendrites <laughs> and my neurons into something else. No, thank you. Wait, wait. Okay. Going on loud when it's better bread and butter. The kill for cloud, I put that on my dad, brother, y'all. He talk so much, I showed him I'm a real hunter. Don't say it, but he know I still got real cutters, y'all. Yeah, I'm right back in I lost mad commas. I had been down bad inside a dog tunnel, y'all. Fuck them boys, I found out who my real problems. And who was only with me cause I had dollars. Never put the nigga always stay solid. I told you we winging it today. I was coming in and um Jason gonna appreciate this. Jason and them, you know, last episode we talked about a high value man. <laughs> and a high value man for me, you know, I was like, it's kind of lame. So you're going to have to play this one, Artesian. When it comes out, is it long enough? No. Nah. So you can play it for me. Go to like plug it in and then press that. We'll do the edits for after the show. But so we talked about high value man on oh, the last episode. I watched this show. Yeah, she got so him ma- together. So maybe you could tell me the, the what he said after the fact. Because uh-huh. after, so it only plays like a minute I, of it. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So go ahead and play that. What makes you think you're a high-value man? The car you drive? No, the value I put out into the world. What about your character? I have great character. I've built myself to basically have better choices. You want to know why? Because women can choose and make a choice. They can. They can say, I don't want to date a man that makes like six figures. They can. And then what are you doing? You're but demeaning a man. But we're not talking about that. Women that's not the situation that well, Listen, that's not the conversation. can say, I want to date a man less than 5'8". And a man could be 5'4". Do they, do they care about... What does that have to do exercising all of those with men? anything? If a fat man is sitting here, he can be a fat man, right? Uh-huh. But if a fat woman is sitting here, you would say, oh, no, we're body positive. Oh, no, we can't say that. We can't. It's all about picking her up. So every time you're saying something for a man, Bro, it's down. You got, you got a lot on your back, yeah. okay? So what I'm I want to be I'm clear, just not just for you, but for everybody rights. out there, is the car you drive, your resume, your bank account, uh-huh. your accolades is not what makes you a high-value man. Not we are all not defined not. by the sum of our deeds and our character, and you, brother, are coming up to the sum of zero. Mm-hmm. So you said you watched. What did he? Did you get the the backstory to that? Yeah. So basically, they went out on what a show date. is this? Uh, put a ring on it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but they went out on a date, and they their first date went really good. This wasn't until the second date when he mentioned something about single moms. So he, he was dating. That, yeah, so the dark skinned woman was the one he went on a date with. The light skinned woman that uh, was talking. Yeah. Okay. And so. Um, <laughs> went on a date and he said something about single mothers and she happened to have she's a single mother yeah. and so she was like wait a minute he was like oh I don't I don't take them seriously mm-hmm. Sheesh. because yeah. because I put myself in a situation to not have to make those decisions yeah and so I I told you about this when you I talk, watched it yeah you did talk to me about it because you said it made you feel away about some other stuff okay yeah. I got you yeah so I was just like oh okay so you put yourself in a situation to make better decisions is that exactly what he said make better decisions like now, when he, but this is the thing. I could, I when I heard this clip, I agreed and I disagreed. Yeah, you agree when I called you and told you. Yeah, because I, I agree and I disagree. I agree that a high value man should not be based upon what you have, the the tangible things. Mm-hmm. Is that a part of it? Yes. yes. But those things don't make you who you are. Right. Like she said, it is your demeanor, how you treat people, your mm-hmm. character. Do you help people out? Are you mm-hmm. judgmental? Do you have emotional empathy? Are you, in, you know, have emotional intelligence? Mm-hmm. Now, I agree with him, too, on the other hand, because women do not like to 
to be held accountable. Mm, exactly. They don't like to be held accountable for what they look like. They don't like to be held accountable for not having no money or not wanting to spend or the lack of taking care of a man. And that's where we talked about last week where it's like niggas are tired of women being able to say what they want and what they desire. Yeah. And a man just take that shit. About him talking about her having a child out of wedlock. That has nothing to do with physical appearance, any, anything. Well, How much but, money she makes. Or but that is he a decision was, that she made, though. Yeah, so. That... But you can't count somebody out for having a kid. I mean, you do have your well, preferences. Actually, it's called preferences. You, you can. Actually, you, you have can. preferences, but the way that he said it. Because I don't not, have any kids. The way yeah. that he said it was basically like insulting. Mm. And I think that's that's why that discussion was had. Because yeah. it was the way that he said it. If yeah. that was the case, why did you even agree to go on the first date? He didn't know that she had a kid. She had did a he kid? know she had a kid before that? Because it didn't. Okay. You know, one of my coworkers was telling me about this. And she was just today, like yeah. three hours ago. She was like, you ever see that where this guy was saying that he don't date single mothers and yeah. all that? Well, I was like, nah, I ain't see that. So she was just kind of talking about that. But to me, it's, it, what he's saying is no different than what women say about men with It kids. is. Or, or no men different. with multiple baby mamas. Y'all, well, have to wa- y'all have to watch the show to get the, the contact. Well, that's what you're here for. You've already seen it. Because right. that's, that's exactly. really what it was. He's yeah. entitled Speed to his own up. preference. Yeah. It's a cliff notes. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'll come back and show your ass. Uh, <laughs> What'd you say? I missed the... <laughs> I just told him to give us a cliff note. Cliff oh. notes. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said speed it up. Yeah, I did say speed it up. I did say that. You're right. You're right. But no, I, but I, I feel like you do have... Because I, I would say my last eight years of dating, it has been women with kids. Man. I'm not against that. No. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to date a woman with kids who act like they need a nigga. Because mm-hmm. okay. it's not my job to take care of your children. That is like the, not being funny. The last two women I've dated, I've said, I just want you. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you, and I'm not dating a woman who has kids whose father is not in their life. Because mm. I'm not here to be nobody's daddy. Right. You know what I'm saying? So for me, if you got a father in the life, he's present and he's taking care of the kids, cool. Beautiful. I can be their friend, throw him some lunch money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can throw him some pocket change. Right. I can take him out. Give him some advice. I give him some advice. You know what I'm saying? You'd be like but a I ain't, I ain't trying to do that. Like, I ain't trying to do the Virgin River shit where old dude came in and started dating Charmaine yeah. and this bitch two months pregnant with twins. Oh what God. are we talking about? Oh, hell no. The nigga's still in the picture. <laughs> I think that says something about the guy. Yeah. If he's willing to date a woman who's still carrying another man's child. Ooh, baby. That, yeah, ooh, baby. God, who right. does that? But dudes. A lot of people. A lot of people. I do think a high value man, like I say, I would never say that because I just it just makes my skin crawl. Because mm-hmm. I think to me, men who running around saying that, it's almost like, man, it's, it's almost like what do they say about the women, nothing. the pick me's? It's, it sounds like a pick me mm. type guy. High value. Hey, th- look at me. Look what I've done. Right. Look, look what I've accomplished. I went to school and did this. I can yeah. drive this. I can wear this. Choose me. Right. As if what you drive, what you wear, whatever makes you better. It doesn't. Yeah, and, and to me, it's, it's just like many other things in our society where it's not necessarily clickbait or buzzword, but it's kind of what it is. Yeah. Because you could throw that high value whoever out there and... And and you gotta have people on this side who's talking about the assets that this person has, and then these people over here who are gonna actually mm. speak about what value is, and value has nothing to do with dollars. But I agree you know with the saying? guy, like he said, you got women out here that saying that they are a top tier based on what what they look well, like. That's what based on what? What is it based on? And a lot of women don't bring anything to the table. They're just like Except I'm beautiful, and like I always say, so get one of them cotton nail wipes, wipe your face off, then come back and talk to me. Yeah, and take we, the mask off, and then we can get down to what business. <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? Oh my god! That's when we can talk. And I ain't, and I ain't against women who wear makeup. You know no, what I'm saying? not. I ain't no problem. But, I, but I that's mean, what don't you abuse your value. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Stop it. I don't think got? you should wear it so much to where you look like you got a raccoon mask on you when you take the shit raccoon off. Mask. You got a whole mask on. That's costume. what I'm saying. Around it's a costume. It's a costume. Yeah, it's a costume. How you feel about that? You you the only woman here. You quiet. You don't want to catch none of these shots. I see. I'm quiet because natural, I'm, yeah, I'm natural because a lot of this stuff doesn't apply to me. Like yeah. I said, even with the guy who's who made the garment for me, it was just about the way that he said it. He said it from a standpoint of he was somehow better than her because he's gone through life and not had kids. But I, I wonder I if he's had. I wonder if he has some. Um, well, that's he, what that is. I want you to send me that because I want to read the, the comments. comments and see what happened. You but, want you want to look at the comments and read some of them while we doing it. But, ain't no uh, big deal. I mean, I should. I so mean, I if I'm being honest, I should have some kids. If you know, but I, I, it's so crazy. I said this in a barbershop. Yeah, today. but that decision wasn't solely yours, so you can't somehow make yourself seem like you no, are exactly. better than and that's a what woman I told. who decided yeah, to no have her. Exactly. And that was the problem with it. You, no you're always entitled to your preferences. Yes, mm-hmm. but that's what I told a guy today when he came in the barbershop. He's like, "Happy Father's Day," and it was like me and three other guys. It was like we ain't got. No, we was like we ain't having any kids. Yeah, now, no like kids. I said, I ain't trying to be arrogant. Like I ain't had some oops right. and some slip ups. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I, I pride myself on dating women who care about themselves, right. who care about their futures, to where they're like, yo, okay, we were irresponsible. We didn't wear protection. Oh, that's dangerous. And it happened, but we can't keep doing this or we're not going to bring a baby into the world because we know what the situation is. It's not a permanent situation. Oh, you're not talking about a situation where it actually happened. No, I'm talking about me. Yeah, these I'm, are situations that happen where I'm, a girl has been pregnant okay. and we made the decision that, hey. We, we made the decision? We made the decision together. I, but I, ne- that, I never felt like it was a we in those situations. I think that's the, it depends on the type of woman that you're talking <laughs> to. And that's why I say it's I've been dangerous. blessed to date pretty intelligent women to where they just don't make the decision without me. Right. Now, I've had one woman that made the decision without me to where it's like I did want the kid. And she was like, no, nah, I'm not ready. And she just did it on her own. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And she yeah. was mad when I didn't go into the clinic with her. And I was like, yo, if, if I don't have nothing to do with this, why am I even here? Mm. Yeah, that's that's another one of those situations where, like for me, from what I've seen and observed, um, you know, it's it's. I want to know what coming made you look like that. Go ahead, Frank. <laughs> no, I was just saying, a combination. Uh, of oh, this nigga said, "Let him cook." <laughs> 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 Niggas, these days in twenty twenty three, dudes will get behind other guys who oh, calling yeah. that shit, man. Oh, yeah, that's why sure. Kevin Samuel blew up. Mm-hmm. Ain't no, nothing wrong with that. Let that man cook. Man, talk true. <laughs> Preach, brother. Yeah. Somebody because said, is this ludicrous? feel that way. Yeah. There's a lot of brothers who feel that way. But a lot of men The do double be... standard, yes, but degrading somebody for their life No, no, no. That's not, not, not acceptable. acceptable. It is not. So, In any situation. Yeah. Like Jason said, the world is made up of double standards. The women mm-hmm. don't like them when they start hitting them on the head. Yeah. Well, most of the double standards are, you know, in favor of the women. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So when it changes. Now, we recognize like, that. Because like he said, we, we going to be body, body, like if a dude See, walked. just laughing. Yeah, she right. Knows it's true. Because if a dude walked in here and he overweight and let's just say, not being funny like Kevin. Oh, let me stop because then I'll be labeled as a pick me. Why? Why? Because it's like I'm because a lot of people think that I just what is a my, pick me exactly. My views are like go. I'm saying, oh, pick me because I'm gonna tell you what you want to hear, or I'm gonna gotcha. kind of yeah, like pick oh. me, pick me. Nah, no, I don't no, think you'll pick me. How, yeah, I think you're open minded mm-hmm. to a fault sometimes. Yeah, mm. um, and that was a joke because I really don't care. <laughs> no, I know, but I, I think you're open minded to a fault, and I say that because I've seen you give it's guys opportunity to a fault. Meaning, like you give, sometimes I think you have giving guys who don't deserve your time or your energy time mm. you know what i'm saying and i told her i was like stop don't do no dating down mm. and just because you got money don't mean you can't be dated down on mm. 
Mm. It's the same sure. thing with a woman. Just because you're beautiful don't mean a nigga is not mean. dating down, bro. Yeah. Like intellectually, can you push me? See, can you challenge way, me? That's the only. That's the only way that I would. Um, you know, use that phrase yeah. Yeah. down as if I'm speaking intellectually. It's never about money making. I no. Mean, nothing to do with it. So it's like, no. It's there's just a, like. There's plenty of rich dummies out there. Bro, <laughs> a lot of rich dummies who I think it was, I forgot the guy's name. I just posted the other day and he was saying how he went to Harvard. Mm-hmm. And he was like, not all people who go to Harvard are the smartest people in the world. Right. Mm-hmm. He was like, going to Harvard, what that benefits you, he was like, is that we will take that class that you graduate with, we taking care of one another business-wise and oh, financially yeah. for Most the next definitely. 40 years. Most definitely. It's about networking. Networking a relationship. They got whole law firms that you don't, if you don't go to one of the top three schools, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Whole law firms just Harvard, like suits exactly. on um, U.S say exactly like they only harvard hired harvard uh lawyers yeah. or other places that like i think robert zang was a yale mm-hmm. you know they ivy league ivy league mm-hmm. it's like if you're not ivy league you can't be here right the and whole world the is about classes ivy league. is yes sir yeah you when don't they see to. that school they'll be like oh where yeah. shoot it to that the top yes you know what i'm saying does that make us look good mm-hmm. oh we got this boy from uh, ivy league school yale you know I, what I'm saying? Like these uh, businesses. School has never done anything for me. Me neither. Um, I until, shouldn't say nothing. Until, but when mm-hmm. I got that certification from Cornell, mm-hmm. oh, it did something. Well, there you go. That's where I'm where I'm at. And hey, I told hey, her, I was game, like, baby. exactly. And I said, you know what? I got to try something different. It cost me quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But I said. You're going to get all that back. Exactly. And that's what I told her. I was like, yo, and within six months yeah. of finishing it, I have a job. You'd be over there like, damn, I should have did this shit six years ago. Six years ago, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like they say, Man. you don't, but who wants to pay three times or 10 times bro, I, a normal college me. just to do that shit? And it also know, comes bro. at a time when you know how to better manage it and exactly. you're more prepared for it so Listen, you can no, actually keep it. No mistakes, man. Everything happens when it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. I ain't trying to, yeah, hey, Today, you in the better, best position you've ever been in. Ever been in my Today. life. Mentally. Yeah. Physically. And financially. There we go. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I think I'm here now. You know, you are here. I say, God, no hold on. About it. God, give me some more life. <laughs> right. Like Drake say, more here life. Where did you go, bro? You was on vacation, man. I want to dive into Oh, that. Uh, man. man. Went, to, went to a little jazz festival in Napa Valley. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Napa, California. Spent some time in San Francisco. Yeah. You know, I love San Francisco. So, uh, so it was fun. It was a little cooler than I expected. Bro, it is chilly. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, though, man. I had a good time drinking wine, you know what I'm saying, driving exotic cars, eating caviar. That's what I do, man. I'm brand new out this I bitch. No wonder he flown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> what I do out this bitch. No wonder he picking Janelle my right. He can't. He done lived the softer <laughs> yeah, side yeah, of life yeah, yeah, the last couple weeks. It was a little soft. It was a little soft. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. Not at all. I think, I think we got to be able to tap into that. We've always talked about that. Yeah. I'm in a point now where it's like, you know, it's like, I'm still one of those, nigga, don't push me. Yeah, you know I'm what I'm chilling saying? right now. But I'm chilling. Yeah, and I, I forgot what I was watching, and the guy was saying he said, um, "Don't get into conflict." He was like, "Conflict is a waste of time and mm-hmm. energy and energy." And he was like, "Nobody's gonna allow you, especially if you're in the streets. Mm-hmm. They're gonna they're not gonna allow you to whip their ass and walk away." Right. Not these days. Not these days. And then he was just talking about the shift of energy. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing about me is like, even if I get into an argument, I have, I have restraint. The old me, fight, I'm fighting right off the rip. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like, I'm going to tell you, like, yo, it's a way to talk to people, show some respect, yeah. and I'll give it back the to warning. you. Mm-hmm. You get sideways, you got one time, and then it may be a problem. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like, I've grown so much, bro, and it's like, I like the space I'm in because I used to carry anger around. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now it's for just no like, it, for no reason. Oh. And she know that because, like, she, she yeah. Hey, you see her face? Yes. Because like, I did, oh, bro, and I would let it fester for so long. And I would let it fester for so long, but now it's just kind of like, all right, if you want to talk about it, we can talk. Yeah. You want to apologize, you can apologize. Or if I'm in the wrong, I'll apologize. Right. You know what I'm saying? But moving on. 
But also, like we talked about the last episode, conflict, it helps you build character, but it strengthens friendships, it strengthens relationships and all of that shit. And I always say that's why I think me and her are so tight, because we've had so many disagreements and still had the ability to bounce back. Right. Well, you have to have you. I think you have to have the desire to actually get to the other side. You know what I'm saying? So if a conflict is near, you got a choice. I'm going to deal with it or I'm not going to deal with it. You cannot deal with conflict and never really grow. But if you deal with it, you know what I mean? And what's something you said that I disagree with is that it it builds character. I don't think it builds. I think it reveals. Whatever's in you is going to come out in these situations. True. Um, Not to say you can't learn from them, but whatever you got is is already inside you. I, and the only reason I said I think it builds is because I always use the example of me and Jason. When me and Jason got into it, shout out to my guy. And uh, we like we didn't talk for months after we got into it. And after a while, I I, I realized the value he had in my life because mm-hmm. after a few months of not talking, I was I would hit her and I'd be like, yo, I miss him. You know what I'm saying? I miss the conversations we had to be able to bounce my mind, uh, uh, thoughts, creative thoughts off of one another because mm-hmm. people don't work like we work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we always think and we're up at night, late at night, getting up early in the morning when a thought hits you, you could be doing something and you're on your phone, you yeah. know, making sure you don't, you know, lose yeah, that thought. Putting in the notes. And I had to reach out to him <laughs> and it took me some time to reach out to him. And when I reached out to him to apologize, everybody knows you got your phone in your hand. When you send a text message or audio message, you assume these, this person got it. Mm-hmm. I think I sent that shit on a Saturday. He didn't respond until Monday. So then for those two days, I was just like, why did I even send this yeah, shit? Yeah. It fucked with my head. And then when he finally, you know, hit me back, it was kind of like, you know what? He don't owe me nothing to come say it yeah. right then and there. Maybe mm-hmm. he had to process that shit. Oh, that's the thing. So definitely. Nah, but um, happy Father's Day, man. You are a father. I am. Um, yeah. And and I wanted the reason I brought up Father's Day is because I have a shout out to Akil, man, um, from Texarkana. His dad literally has been in prison like the last, I would say, 30 out of 40, oh 30 to 35 out of the last 40 years. He got out um, in his like late 40s when we were kids and then they set him up and he went right back, bro. Oh, he was one of the biggest drug dealers in Texarkana in the uh, North Little Rock, Memphis, like that whole Metroplex, Arklatex area. Mm-hmm. And he posted, yeah, so he posted something on social media because his birthday passed um, not too long ago, a couple of days ago. Mm -hmm. And he was saying, happy birthday and thanks for being a father even behind those walls. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yo, that's powerful Mm -hmm. to be locked up all those years, but you're still calling your son. You're still exchanging letters. You're still giving him advice. Even though he's behind a wall, he still has advice to give you. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing I used to always say. I would tell my dad, regardless of your mess ups, you got advice. You have life experience. You have value. You don't have money to take me out to eat. Cool. You still have life value. Mm-hmm. As a kid showing up for me, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That would have been something. You talk about it all the time when Z and your daughter, they have games and recitals. Mm-hmm. Bro, you get off work, you're driving all the way over there to do that. She does the same thing. And it's like, you don't think they see that? Right. And even if they don't totally understand it, as they grow mm-hmm. and they watch movies and they hear other people's stories about right. how their fathers didn't exactly. show up, they're going to realize the benefit that you had in their life. Or that okay. they have what you've been in their life. You know what, man? And, and that's that's true. And and so my kids are getting to the age. They're 14 and my daughter be 13, like, in a month. Um, and now they're at an age where, you know, there's a lot of shit going on with kids in their age group. Mm-hmm. You know, like some one of the one of the parents, one of my friend's son's parents called me the other day and was like, um, 
you know, such and such ran away last night with his girlfriend. And I'm sitting there like, anytime something happens, yeah. I be thinking to myself like, damn, man, I be, now I don't complain about my kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I do, but only when I'm fucking around. Yeah. Like, I realize because <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. Current snatches. Yeah, they could be on a whole nother yeah. different level. And yeah, my bro. life could be totally different. So I tell them, I appreciate it. I text them all the time, especially when I'm at work. But, but I, you know, anytime something happens with some of their peers, yeah. I be looking like, damn, man, I, I mean, this is their peers. Mm-hmm. This kid ran away with his girlfriend. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? His mom texts to me like have you seen such and such and such and such yeah. you know ask your son please has he seen such and such I'm like yo oh so it's one of your son's friends one of my son's friends that's ran crazy ran away with his girlfriend they got caught at a taco casa later on that night oh my god <laughs> I was like well you know they gonna eat <laughs> they had a buddy <laughs> what did they plan to what did they plan to do what? this long term or just for the night man? who knows he ain't no telling hey, you know, I ran away they probably just wanted to go old. hang out for the night yeah, and they, it was they, like oh they ran away my first time I snuck out the house was like I think I was 12 that's the first time I snuck out. Mm-hmm. Oh, the fear. I was always too scared to <laughs> oh, leave Oh, nigga, I was scared too. But you know what? When I would leave, my brother would be talking shit. He'd be like, bro, you know if you get called, mama gonna be on your ass. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, it's all good. I'm gonna go do something. And leaving at night, like, you try to be hard and shit, bro. But it's like, while I was walking in the dark, going wherever I was going, like, nigga. So, like, one day he said, I watched you cross the walk across the tracks. I said, oh, yeah, but when I got across the tracks, a nigga was running. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To get yeah. to my destination. We don't talk about the fear of things when we're doing things as kids, bro. I don't have a, I'm not a father, but I do think if I was a father, I'd be an amazing father. Yeah, I think I think, so I think this is the perfect time though. Yeah, you know, I, I saw a post the other day, and um, they were like, "Oh, people at thirty eight gonna be the one with one year olds." Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, "But at least you'll be prepared." Yeah, and done. Uh, you had a motherfucker at twenty eight. You still want to live your life? Yeah. yeah. Not only that, but you don't have you. You're the smartest you've ever been right now. Yes. You know what I mean? So who you are right now to be able to pour into? Yeah. They're gonna get the most that they ever gonna get, and, and you you're think ahead of the curve. Going. Yeah, exactly. I at mean, 28, you don't think ahead of the curve. Nah, hell no. You're still trying to figure it out. But at 40, you could be like, hey, man, what would yeah, I do yeah. if I was 50? Yeah, now you got to stop. And you have some kind of idea mm-hmm. of what you would do. Right. Or you ain't supposed to just be popping off, man. And then you think about how you did think when you were 25 and yeah. how different that is. Yeah. And how different it's going to be when you turn 55. <sighs> yeah. Friendship can genuinely, uh, what, can genuine? did I type this in? No, you <laughs> typed this in. What? I can, can type it like that. Yeah, you did. It says friendship can genuinely platonic friends. Okay, I got you. Yes. Survive insecure partners. Get I ain't even smoke. Oh, wow. No, I was. Meet me. She said a slow bus. Yeah. I was. I was taking guess of myself because I did smoke. So I'm yeah. like, dang, did I mess it up? Yeah, oh, you boy. just did it different than what I normally do. Mm-hmm. But what what made you come up with this? Because we Wait, talked you, about say it. Like I didn't get it. <laughs> so I said. So she put it like it says. And she put it like a definition. Friendship can genuinely platonic friends survive insecure partners. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, and so we've talked we've about talked this, about but this. you haven't. You weren't here when we did. Oh, okay, maybe. But I think the time that I was here and we talked about it, we talked about it from an aspect of somebody actually having like a little bit of history. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's yeah, that's understandable. But what I mm-hmm. don't understand is when there's no history there's no interest no nothing and the person still feels away just because you are a friend of the opposite sex mm-hmm. yeah i mean that and it's like to the point where you can't talk to that person you have to change the name or the, the contact in the phone oh, no, yeah. like you can't you come to town you can't even hang out yeah like to me that's a problem yeah, I think that I think that an insecure partner is going to present a lot of problems, and that's going to be the main one. Yeah, you know, but an insecure partner is going to present problems beyond that. Beyond yeah, yeah. I mean? yeah. So that's really the issue: is the insecure partner. I have no insecurities. 
I have insecurities, but I don't have an insecurity Moments. to the point. Yes. Yeah. It's, I may have a moment. Yeah. But, like, I ain't supposed to stop my girl from going to a party or nah. I ain't going to say, hey, why are you over there talking to this person yeah. or why? Oh, what did that guy say to you man. or I'm not going to blow your phone up. Why are you out? I think that's why another reason why for me it's like when people ask me why I haven't settled down or why I haven't, I'm like, bro, I ain't even never lived with anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm still going through this whole process of how do you, first of all, one of the number one things I need in a partner is somebody who's going to let me be. Mm-hmm. Like dwell where I want to dwell. We got, I, we could do stuff together and you can go be with your people. And just because I'm with my people don't mean you got to be with my people. Right. My therapist said it's, it's good in a relationship to have your people. They got their people, right. and then y'all got some people together. Some people together, yeah. We ain't got to know everybody the same. And sometimes you come with me with my people, but not all the time. Not all the time. Because I'm never going to want to be with you and your people. No. Unless you ask me to come. You got to. I think you, how do you <laughs> Never become? at all. No, well, I mean. Wait, say it again. He no. said he never going to want to be with their people. Nah. No. I'm kind of like that, too. Like, and if you invite if you, me. If you invite me. I'll, I'll, I'll have go. A, yeah, but because the thing is, and and. My brain goes in a lot of different directions because yeah. we are not young folks here. So we didn't see a lot of people in a lot of different situations. Yeah. So to me, even when we're talking about an insecure partner um, in that particular situation, not, you know, not wanting whoever they with to have a platonic friendship with, uh, you know, the person of opposite sex. Part of that is probably because they couldn't do it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, so when I see situations like as a man. You know, I've seen dudes who've had girlfriends who always want to be around their girlfriends, girls, and friends and all nah. that. And next thing you know, he fucking want to. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah. listen, if you want me to come around, if cool. I come around, it's because you invited me. Yeah. That's a different energy than me wanting to be around be you around. people's. No, nah, I don't want to be around. Nah, I'm good. I don't want to be around my people's friends. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I, yeah, no. I'm good. I, I need my own life. I got my fr- I got yeah. my own friends, like, and I ain't really adding no more. Like, maybe one every 10 years. Yeah. But I'm good with my people. We got to yeah. take a break in a minute because we got to do a promo thing. I forgot about the read. Did you type anything up? Oh, no. You didn't? No. She of course you did. You skills. You I mean, because I'm just thinking, I, I, well, even before, we ain't got to take a break right now, but I want to say shout out to shout out to Love Raps uh, for giving <laughs> us the opportunity. What what you smiling for? What oh, you saying? Geez. Keep oh, going. But I just want to say shout out to Love Raps. I thought she was this is it right here. Yeah. This is it. But I just want to say shout out to Love Raps, man, for giving us an opportunity. Um, mm-hmm. She's having an event here soon. Um, you know the name of the event? It's the love experience. Mm-hmm. And it's about love and entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And she reached out to me. and That was an interesting combination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I told her, I was like, hey, reach out to Artesia, get it set up. And, then and I'm used to just we'll being a set up person. But instead of doing that, she's like, no, I want you to be up there. And oh, I'm yeah, like, I um, yeah. okay. Because so you have she a lot pulled to say. him out of retirement, and this is going to be my debut live show. So we'll see how this Have you goes. not ever been on a live show? No. You know, I don't do that. Yeah, but I, I think it'll be, be cool. Behind the scenes. I'm yeah. a little rusty, but like I look forward to stuff like this. And it's I also look forward to being in the same room with other podcasters. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like we've been doing this for a while. I think the last time we did a, a live show or any of any kind was before the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm knocking the dust off this thing. That but, was the one that was at that room, right? In uh Deep Ellum? Yeah. Oh, the Regal Room. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, was, was the, the last one. Yeah, that was the last one. Well, not the only one. The other cause the other one you did was with yeah, yeah, with I Jason and yeah. Yeah. yeah, but no, I just want to say uh, shout out to Love Raps for Love taking Raps. out the time to to reach out mm-hmm. to invite us out. To you, we've been posting it. If you follow the reality mm-hmm. is on Instagram, yeah. go to the link in the bio, get you a ticket. I don't know if some early bird tickets are still left. Uh, it may no, be already sold out, but it was a few. It was a few left, but mm-hmm. I just wanted to say I, I appreciate the the opportunity, man. Yeah. Like for me, live shows, the reason I love live shows, it gives you an opportunity to kind of get in the mix and be with people. Mm-hmm. People kind of catch you off guard. You ain't sitting up in the safety of a studio. Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what, you don't get to control the environment. Mm-hmm. And they and you know exactly 
how the people react to what you say. Oh, yeah, yeah you see it right there. But I think you'll be fine, man. Oh, of course. I think you'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, me? Yeah. Okay. It's Frank said he coming, so just find Frank in the crowd and, oh, and yeah, just, find somebody you just know. Just don't pretend I'm naked. You know what I'm saying? See, I knew it. That's why I said I'm not finding Frank. Because <laughs> now you will see. Like, oh, my God. I almost came in here with the tank top. I'm like, God damn, it's hot in here. <laughs> but it's, man, yo, man, it's sweltering outside, bro. Yo, it is it, for real. Racial pride, bro, within interracial relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell a story just to, to kind of lead us into it. I know you were talking about a white guy dating a black woman, mm-hmm. and they were having a, a conversation about, what do you like the identifier? Right. And you said that he uh is it a woman? Was it a girl or a boy? A little girl. And the, the the wife addresses her as black queen. Yeah, she's beautiful black queen. And he has a problem with that. Well, he 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 doesn't know how to feel about she, yeah, it. Yeah, he doesn't know how to feel about it. I think it's so when you told me that, I thought about myself, what you what you thinking about? <laughs> but it made me think about my homegirl. I had this conversation with one of my Italian homegirls, and she was like, you know, if we had a kid, what would you, you know, what would you tell her? Or tell him. And I was like, I would tell him or her he's black. Because that's the way the world's going to see him. Yeah, yeah. The one drop rule. They don't have that in reverse. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like <laughs> I would tell them they're that. And then I would explain to them, hey, this is your mom. This is her ancestry. And this is why we call you what we call you. Mm-hmm. You can't go into the world being a black kid or a light-skinned kid and say you're white. Mm-hmm. It, it's just not going to sit right with black people. Right. I don't know how white people will feel about that. But it's like you, with their, they have a death sentence on their life. Mm. So if you don't really tell them this shit and explain to them what the real is, right. kind of like on a run the world, when oh, she was yeah. talking about explaining mm-hmm. um, critical race theory to kids at a younger age, right. and the dude was trying to say, no, they're young. They're, they're, they're young adolescent kids. They don't need to be taught the way the world is at that age. And it's like, yeah, they do because yeah, they they're being killed, kidnapped, yeah. and murdered based on them not knowing certain things. Yeah. And it has to come in certain inter- intervals. Obviously, because you yeah. don't want to just completely them all at once. rip away their innocence, but it's important. I, I mean, I get that it would be an uncomfortable situation, but she has to address her like that so that mm-hmm. she has that confidence in her own culture. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's. I think it's one of those individual things, and in where it's like, you know, in that situation. I mean, I, I can't relate to it, but if I was in that situation, I think it would have to be a situation where it's like, hey, you know, obviously I'm black. Our child is black. Mm-hmm. That our child also has, you know, a lot of another race in them. So, um, you know, how I interact with my black child yeah. it shouldn't be, you know, it shouldn't be compromised by your views or insecurities right. about what I'm saying. Yeah. But but that's a hard conversation to have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't. I mean, it's a hard conversation to have. Well, would you tell your son? And, and just to flip it a little bit, mm-hmm. if Zaire wanted to date somebody that doesn't look like him, mm-hmm. would you have a conversation about that with him? Like what comes oh. with that? Oh yeah. I guess I've already I already had those conversations. What did it look like? Well, you know, I mean, he's young. Yeah. You know, but, you know. And the word is different. Like, like, they're more yeah, okay no with doubt, it now. Of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, it's also, you know, I mean, I can't sit up here and say, man, you don't bring her home. She can't use your comb. You know what I mean? I can't do that because the pond that he's fishing in is mostly white girls. Right. So it's like, I got to recognize that. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like, my daughter, she's different. But with him, I don't, you know, like, boys boys athletes like the access that they have mm-hmm. to the type of girls and all that i mean Man, going into high school different. you know so so i try to have conversations with him to make sure that he is just comfortable with who he is yeah. but he also understands you know how the world is so yeah. just understand yeah. how the world is and understand the things that you're gonna have to deal with when you're in these kind of situations choosing these kind of partners That's what about right. your daughter i didn't get too deep with it but what, what about it? your daughter as far as what <laughs> nigga the same question oh well you know what 
Ah, you know so what? put it. Let's do this. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's let's, 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 let's right. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let's dive into it. Yeah, so cool. so I was waiting for that. yeah, and I'm 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 coming there with you too because mm-hmm. I don't have no kids. So you said what you said about your son. Yeah. So you and like overall, you're okay if he dated outside of his race. Well, it's I'm 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 okay. Yeah, I'm okay yeah. with it because I, I don't have a choice. You don't really. have a choice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because otherwise, I w- it would be me dictating. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying to yeah. him who he dates. So I have to be okay with it. Yeah. I do mean, you I, have a preference, or are you like, yo, oh, I would yeah, prefer my son to be with a black yes, man? Okay. Absolutely. Okay, so that's what that's what I want to dive into. Because <laughs> absolutely. Why, but why do you want that? Why do I want yeah, that? Why, and, it, and like I say, it's no right or wrong answer. I just want to dive into this conversation well, when you're talking about explaining this to your kids. Yeah. Even if white people are listening, like they'll understand why we feel the way we feel about these things. Yeah, you know, the thing about it for me is that I guess because of the way that I grew up in the era that I grew up in. You know the 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 words and the the imagery and everything that that the information that we were told about yeah. our people was yeah. that we were not good enough. Yeah. We, we're inferior. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As individuals, so my whole life has been about not necessarily proving, but just saying like, nah, like you you ain't no better than me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if anything, if you want to get scientific about the shit. You know, we can really yeah. see who's gonna be where. Like yeah. I'm, you know, what I'm saying my my genes are not recessive. You know what I'm saying? But but so to me, it's more about the. You know, like, I don't mind it. I don't care who you date. Yeah. But I don't want you to, to date this race because you feel lesser about right. your own. Or you feel like somebody's better. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. that's yeah. the, that's the I, fear might be a strong word, but that's mm-hmm. the real concern that I have. Like, yeah. you're dating this person because you think that the world's going to look at you better, better. because you're, you're dating this person. Yeah. You know, the like, the, you're dating up by, yeah. dating, a white by person. dating a white person. If you have that mentality, that, that's going to bother ruined. me. Oh, you're ruined. Yeah. You're yeah, ruined. That's going to bother me. Now, what about your daughter? Yeah, same thing. It's, same it's, thing? It's really the same thing. Okay. But, you know, like you know, at the end of the day, you know what I mean? And, and, and depending on how deep you want to go with it, like it's, you know, we have conversations, but she's 12, yeah. but she's, you know, girls, they just mature. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean, so like she, and I, and I, the thing about my daughter is my, my mindset about it is the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, I also, it's very important for me to, for her to see herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause she's like, oh, well, you know, daddy, of course. And she didn't say this, but in so many words she did. She's like, well, of course you think I'm beautiful. I'm your daughter. Yeah. And I said, no, baby, it's not just it's that. It's not just that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if she just believes that, then she'll say, of course, daddy's supposed to say I'm beautiful, yeah. but the rest of the world don't think don't I'm think beautiful. I'm beautiful. And I don't think I'm yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so because gonna... she's dark as you are, bro, like people don't celebrate that, mm-hmm. especially in a yeah. woman. And but certain... I'm going to tell you who do celebrate yeah. it. A lot of white men. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of white men do see the beauty, and, and it's not always a fetish. Right. A lot of white men will see the beauty of that and be like, yo, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, what's that girl that, uh, Queen and Slim, she, you know, she's married to old yeah. boy off of, um, who played on, um, shit, what's the name of that show? Uh, God damn. I can't think of it. I cannot think of it. <laughs> well, it ain't One Tree Hill, but it's one mm-hmm. of them damn uh, yeah. shows. It's one of them shows, but she's mm-hmm. married to the white guy on there. Okay. He played on Fringe as well. And he's playing on Fatal Attraction right now. I cannot oh, remember yeah. his name. Oh, okay. But, you know, the mm-hmm. and she's dark as shit, bro. Mm-hmm. And she's from London. Mm-hmm. But, like, they, like, when you see them, yeah. you, like, you can tell that shit's love. It's not a fetish or about money on both things. Come on, Deacon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, either in, sure. oh, yeah. either in. Be over shiny. You know what I'm saying? But it's funny when you think about having conversations with your kids, especially about dating yeah. um, outside of their race whenever they decide to date, mm-hmm. uh, when they're of age. But I was talking to <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to my daughter, and it's I've never been the type of parent to say, oh, you can't date this. Of course, yeah. I have my preference of who I would want them to end up with race-wise. Yeah. But I've never just been like, oh, this is it. Like, yeah. this is all mm-hmm. you should be looking for, especially with my son because he's in a different category yeah. where 
it's mostly not black girls. Yeah. But my daughter, I was talking to her and she specifically said it. She was like, oh, mom, I don't, I couldn't talk to a white guy. Yeah. Like she already knows Instantly that about herself yeah. to where it's like, and I, I feel the same way, but I've never said that out loud out to loud. her. Mm-hmm. So for her to give that to me in conversation, I was like, oh. Okay. Well, I mean, that's yeah. interesting. Granted, yeah. she's young. I mean, yeah. it could change. It could but change, yeah. just, She is 15. Okay. Really? Yeah, she'll be 16. She's, They'll she's, be 16 and 17. She's I remember them the motherfuckers when yeah, they was two and three. Okay. Shit. Yeah. yeah, that's wild. I, I mean, I'm like that. I thought the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've talked about being in an interracial relationship, and I think the hardest part was when you have the conversation about children. I've always been the dude was like, I don't want no light-skinned kid. Mm-hmm. like a light-skinned kid running up to my black ass. You know what I'm saying? With some sandy brown hair or whatever the case may be. And I never liked how people would always be like, oh, the kid would be beautiful. Mm-hmm. As right, if, right, if right. you had it with a black mm-hmm. child, a black woman, yeah. it it's, wouldn't it's be all just as beautiful. Yeah, it's all of that. And those are the things that, that go into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, even to this day, like, you know, when people find out, oh, you date a white woman, they'd be like, what is that like? Right. And, like, for me, at this point, it's like, I don't think much about it, but in the beginning, like, I always thought about it. Like, if she tried to grab my arm or something, I'd be like, nah, I'm good. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to grow into a point, even when me and Arteza dated, I I had to grow into a point of just being emotional publicly, period. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if I did um, just PDA? so happen to, yeah, <laughs> but if I did just so happen to have a kid, especially if I was in y'all's situation with a black, a dark skinned kid, black, I mean a woman, I mean a son and a daughter, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest, I would say black too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But what I would tell them is, this is my preference for you. But you choose wherever you find real love, mm-hmm. wherever you feel appreciated, wherever you feel loved, wherever you feel received, wherever you feel understood right. and make sure that they understand by dating you. It's not like dating anybody else. Mm-hmm. It's not dating the same. Like not like we said all the time, nobody gives a shit if a Hispanic dates a white person. Mm-hmm. And now the Hispanic family may not care about it, but mm-hmm. the world is not looking at it so much so. Right. But with black people, it's like your family cares about it. Mm-hmm. The whole world got something everybody to say about it. About Mexicans, it, yeah. Asians, everybody has something to say about a black person with a white person. But it doesn't seem like they talk as much when it's a black woman with a white guy. Right. Well, it's it, always the white guy with a black with a white woman. And I think Killer Mike. Or somebody said it because women don't build families. Mm. We do. It's true. That's true. And and then when you think about that dynamic, I mean, it's because that's the thing. There's so many dynamics to it. Like you know, when they talk about you know, like so for instance, if like if if somebody would look at a black a black girl who dates a white guy and say, oh well, you know, she probably had issues with her daddy yeah. or some shit like that because she's dating a person <laughs> that you know that's like total opposite of her dad or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I mean, because yeah, there's situations like that where the relationship with the parent affects. The um the relationship that you end up in most the romantic definitely. relationship most definitely but there's so much of that that's just like you know oh if, if you know for guys dating white girls oh man you disrespecting your mother and what that got to do with it I hate listening to Doctor Umar like you some know? of the a lot of the shit that Doctor Umar what that got to do with it like a lot of the shit Doctor Umar say is like I I back him on it but. I can't get with him when he, because I mean, at some point you kind of di- you dishonoring true love, mm-hmm. whether it's right. interracial no in a black and white like. sense or a black mm-hmm. and Hawaiian or black and Hispanic. And at the end of the day, it's kind of hard for me for people to be like, I'm a religious person, I love everybody, but it's like, yeah, I don't want this to happen, I don't want that to happen, and I feel like sometimes it contributes to yeah, the separation. Right of what's going on. We, right. we may not be contributing to racism, mm-hmm. but we're contributing to a separation of, course. of humanity. 
of each other, yeah, of one yeah. another. Like, wouldn't we, we all talk about it. Who wouldn't want to live in a world where I can go out to eat with Mike and then we got a, another uh, white person there or a gay person there or a transgender person there, but we all just eating dinner and nobody gives a shit. Right. As opposed to everybody staring, wondering if we the village people or we just, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? Band? It shouldn't fucking matter, bro. And it's like when you come to that, and, and I think yeah, the only- Huh? Yeah, we missed it. What did he say? We missed it. He said village people. I said, are y'all on the band? Um, yeah, but, but for real, though, bro, it's like I think <laughs> no, I we would so. all want to live in a world where that doesn't matter. Oh, of course. Where you go to work and women get paid for the work that they right, do. Right. And black people get paid for the work. And that's why I say it's kind of counterproductive mm-hmm. when we say we want progress, where we want people to be paid and seen as this. But on the other hand, we don't do. date and do this. But we also yeah, want man. progress within our race. And I think that's the thing because you mentioned it's more spoken about when men are dating white women and that's because y'all do build families so it's like no we don't want to see you have a baby with a white woman like that's supposed to be in our culture in our race for the the betterment and especially if you're a certain type of black man it's like that's a hard pill to swallow oh yeah i know so Mm -hmm. that that's the difference but that's the point it's like but that's the whole thing it's like how do we tear all that down (sighs) you can't you can't tear it down and that now because none of that that. really should matter bro like we like if you talking about how strong the world could be if we all just but it's like you can't change that shit's not gonna it's change. It's different. I can hang out with all different kinds of people, but yeah. when it comes to my home and what I'm building and how right. I'm being yeah. fruitful and multiplying yeah. and what that looks like for my culture, yeah. that's different. And it, it is different. Somebody said this. I, I wish I can't remember shit today because, like I said, this is the first time I didn't put notes together. Mm-hmm. But there was this Shame guy talking head. about this, and he said, he said, "This is how I feel about it. And let's just say me, I become a millionaire, and I die." Mm. And I don't have kids. Like, even in my current situation, she has kids and they're white. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I die, the money that I have goes to them and you get to better, not a black family what? or a black person, you're bettering a white family. And they mm-hmm. are great people, but it's just like, that's the way the guy saw it. Yeah. He was like, but where's the benefit of you being a black man and that going to your mom or somebody else that right. goes back into our and I, and our community. And like I said, I get all of that shit, but boy, these things is a tough pill to swallow. Well, no question. But think about it like this too. Even, even in that sense, that's why when, you know, like every time I see, you know, one of these athletes or entertainers, yeah. uh, marrying, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, because, because that's the thing. It's the legacy. Yeah. Like these motherfuckers go from being, College athletes making whatever, yeah, to fucking two hundred millionaires. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like that money is going to go somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like based yeah. on the legacy that you create. And if you're gonna marry outside of your race, yeah. given the state of the world that we in, yeah, like look at. I always tell motherfuckers, America made me like this. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't born like this, this way. Yeah, I was raised in this country and in this culture. To think this way, yeah. you know what I'm saying? To to run around with my black American, my black African ass, you know what I'm saying? In full blast and in full form. <laughs> Everything is about black culture with yeah. me. You know what I mean? But th- that's because this world has told me that my, sh- my culture ain't shit. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, unfortunately, that's the way that it is. But it's something that you said that I agree with. Um, but but I, and I've always said it. And when I've gotten into debates with people, they've always, like, try to shoot me down. But racism is not going anywhere. It's not. Mm-hmm. But partly because of us. Mm-hmm. No, bro, I mean? I've always said. Partly and, because yeah. of us. That is the thing I'm talking about. And that's why I say. I've said this before. Black people are some of the biggest hypocrites because we want this, mm-hmm. but we have a hard line in the sand of what we not going to do. Exactly. And it's like, but how do you move the needle how forward? How do you move it, man? That's 
I think the kids. Now, I don't are think to white do people got to come out yeah. wearing kente cloths and shit like nah, that. Nah, you ain't got to do that. But be an, but learn how to be an ally. But I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this because this is what happens when you when you move around in the world, like on the globe and shit. Um, like I we've talked about on a podcast before. I notice when I go other places, other countries, yeah. I bring my black American shit with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when I get there, they make me, they remind me that I'm on some black American shit. Yeah. And they they say, well, we don't see you we as a black see American. That. We just see you as a human Ain't being. that crazy? And then I could take that shit off. Right. I've never been. But any, not in yeah. this country. I haven't been anywhere outside of the country yet. I plan to make that happen soon. But the thing about it is I love when I hear people talk about being black in other parts of the mm-hmm. world. And they, and, see you just like, and they see you just like yeah. everybody else. You know like what I'm saying? And you and feel like, it, though. And you uh, you, you got to feel it because you feel it when you walk in a room and white people staring at you for the wrong reason. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or they staring at you Every and it's like, day. how the fuck did you get here? Every day. How did you get here? Right. I, but, yeah, go I'm ahead. T- I'm saying you don't, you don't really realize that shit until, because like I said, that's what happened to me. And I just call myself being conscious and aware and all that, but yeah. that was just in this environment. Yeah. When I went to a new environment with different people, mm-hmm. I realized how much of, this country raised me and, and has an effect on my mentality and how I see the world, like my worldview. But when I got there and I was like, oh shit, like these motherfuckers actually, and you, like I said, you could feel it. When Take a that anger off. Yeah, when a, when a motherfucker is just like, you know, complimenting you on your mm-hmm. dashiki and shit, like, man, I like that shirt, man. Yeah. And open with the shit. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, you look like this celebrating your culture yeah. just mm-hmm. like you do. Just like you do. Yeah. But not being funny, you can feel a little bit, a little bit of that just going to the oh, west coast like san francisco oh, no california yeah no doubt you know what i'm saying like yeah, nobody you, yeah, gives a go fuck to Oak Cliff and feel that way that's what i'm saying it's like you nobody know? gives a shit about yeah, everybody you what you're doing everybody's good exactly but dallas is one of those pretentious places look at this motherfucker <laughs> dallas is one of those pretentious places where you go and it's like if you were a white girl you looked at a certain way if you were a black woman mm-hmm. you, you they're walking in and like i said mm-hmm. what how are y'all here Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you yeah. doing here? If you walk in with a white woman, it's like, why are you with him? Right. It's always, it's something so, so, either way you let me, go. Let me tell you a story real quick. So just real quick, real quick. Get in your bag. We on, on that on that note. So, you know, when I when I, when I I go out of town, like I'm usually with Gina, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And we, we be on our shit for yeah. real. So, you know, she had a nice little black and white dress on with her heels looking fly <laughs> with a little Louis bag or whatever. Yeah. I rented a, uh, I rented a Porsche. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm, and of course I'm rolling around the sneakers yeah. and my wife, re- you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm just regular, but she's dipped. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And we walked up in the spot and we went to a, um, we went to like a caviar tasting. Yeah. Caviar. Yeah. You know what I mean? I walk up in the bitch. I didn't shit taste. I mean, there's different tastes. That's okay. the interesting thing. There's definitely different, uh, different textures and different flavors. To all. Okay. Some are a little bit more fishy. Sorry for interrupting some, you, sir. Yeah, some are buttery. But no, but my point is when I walk, when I walk into the place, yeah. like I'm still, trying to get to the point and she had to help me with this because I'm still trying to get to the point where like when I walk into places and I don't see our people I'd be like man why the fuck we spending money up in this yeah, bitch let's yeah. go let's go spend some money somewhere, somewhere else, else where you know what I mean yeah. but she was just like you know, I had to really kind of calm me down yeah. and say, no, we need to, we need these motherfuckers to see mm-hmm. our faces in yeah. these places, yeah. get comfortable with the shit yeah. and, and, and really just expand and then grow and grow our experience. This is yeah. a, this is an experience. And expand yeah. the motherfuckers' right. power. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, she got me in the right place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She got me in the right place. And then we sat down, was doing our caviar shit. And then, you know, one of the dudes in the band was a brother and then some other father. I was like, all right, all right, we good. He probably felt good to see you in that <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> she used to do the same <laughs> thing with me. I would pull yeah, up somewhere just, and I'm like, why the fuck are we Why in this ritzy here? ass place in Dallas right. and I hate that I even think that way yeah, but that's what, but, they don't it, see me yeah, yeah. And it was the yeah. same way and I and then as I grew <laughs> into it and got yes. accustomed to the taste of things 
Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, once you start tasting certain types of meat, yeah. nigga, oh, I'll yeah. pay the three hundred dollars for it. I'm because, going back there, nigga. I don't remember the last time I've eaten Water Burger. You know what I'm saying? When oh, you go man, eat a hey, Kobe beef on. burger, hold or on you on eat, you be like, yo, I'm not. Well, I slow can, down. It fucks with my stomach. Water I can, burger, like, you know, my palate has changed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I just can't. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like we always talk about it too. We'll go to these places, and when we see something nice, we be like, yo, this nigga in this paper towel. We'll go to these places. Not on it. You don't Mike might have it on you. It's not Spider today. He may have switched that bitch. I like, see, I like how Mike does it. Mike will drag it. Like, mm-hmm. he, I'm talking now, it'll be on one of y'all motherfuckers. Yeah, well, and then it don't get me over there <laughs> Mike, you know take notes, brother. But the thing about it is, like, I like going to these places, and when we get there, I always tell Artesia, I'll be like, Let's go get about 10 black people and black this motherfucker out. Right. Or let's tell 20 people. But then you got to. But some of these people, that's when you can tell people have not been exposed to certain things because mm-hmm. they be like, well, I don't want to pay this much. And it's like, yeah, bro, man. you're paying for the experience. Oh, yeah. It's not putting money in white people's pocket. And, and, and she's even said this. Sometimes we think that white people thinking about us and they ain't paying they ain't us paying no them. motherfucking exactly. attention. It's the way we've conditioned exactly. our minds mm-hmm. to think that they're thinking shit. Exactly. Prime example, like I say, being in project management now, I told her, I was like, I'm used to just being an employee. Now it's like I got a team. And, like, if I'm off something too long or I'm not on teams or I have I'd be like, man, let me get on here before my manager. And she was like, you are a manager. Like, you should be checking for other people. Nobody's checking for you. And I told her, I said, I've had to learn in this position to change my mentality, Mm -hmm. step into my professionalism. And you honestly, you got to take a step up. Yeah. And you got to get uncomfortable. It's time. It's time. time. You know what I'm saying? And you got to get uncomfortable, man. But I I definitely would love to go to to Napa, man, do the wine thing. Oh, you got to. We haven't done any wine shit until I think we went to a vineyard in Grapevine that time. Yeah. That was like years ago. And that shit was dope. Yeah. And I'm getting ready to go to Sedona. I would love to see you get out of Porsche, man, your big ass. Oh, nah, nigga, this was a fucking Panamera. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what I was wondering. I was like, you in the the two seat? This is a Panamera. Okay. Okay. Because I finna say, big as your ass is. I know that motherfucker was tight up in there. was laid. But we need these experiences, and these experiences also that you can pass down. Yeah, I hope Mike got you on that one, bro. <laughs> I hope not. I hope he got. I hope not. He's clearly he trying to sneak it. Yeah, he yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah. it in there. But I, I just, I, I think I love the growth of that I'm seeing around everybody in my circle, mm-hmm. and I it lets you know at this point in life you are in the right place mm-hmm. because anybody that I talk to, you, Artesia, Jason, and them, Richard and them, like everybody's they're taking it up another mm-hmm. notch. Mm-hmm. And when I grew up, like growing up, you see people, and I always talk about church, how you see some people stay in the same position yeah. Yeah. their whole life. Yeah. Yeah. And they're waiting for God to change their life. And it's oh, like, Superman. Yo, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's like, Superman. but what are you doing? Yeah. He can't work with just dirt. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to build a house with that shit or step out. Like they say, step out on faith. For me, I believe in always trying to learn something. I just told her, okay, I'm done with a certification. I think I've got all the degrees I'm going to get, but what else can I get to not make a lateral move, but in the next two years go up a little bit more? You know what I'm saying? I did some research on like the tax brackets and what's going to come out and found a little nice nugget spot to where I was like, all right, I want to get here. But I don't want to go beyond that because that's when these niggas start taking damn near half your shit. Yeah, and you ain't got no seeds either. Like, yeah. exactly. Oh, yeah, they hit you, know, you up. Yeah, they hitting you hard. Man, they hitting you hard. Look at here, man. And that, I'm at that age too now <laughs> where it's like kid or no kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm. I think le- the decision is easy for you. You just. Yeah, but then it's like, who do you want to share that with? Or mm-hmm. not being funny, a hard thing is being at this age, and if yeah. you're dating a woman your age, or not being funny, going back to dating women with kids, some mm-hmm. women don't want to do it over again. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're just not getting do. to that point, because when we first started dating, you was like, nah, I don't want no kids. And I was cool with that, because early 30s, yeah. late 20s, I was like, oh, That you was know. just the, the um, situation that I was in at the time. Yeah. You but, have a different mind now? Yeah. I yeah. told you, I'm going to have another kid. 
Oh, I didn't know. I, yeah. You yeah. ain't told me? Yeah. He ain't okay. been here. We, and we ain't done this cool. together in a minute. Yeah. That's beautiful. What changed I'm it? Good. I said, what changed it? You got to talk um, about what got you to this just, point or the mindset. Yeah, just getting back into the mindset. Because when I was younger, like I t- always talked about before, I always wanted to be married. I always wanted to have at least four kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the circumstances of going through a divorce and trying to figure out how that was going to look, dating somebody else when the father's still involved, yeah. all of this other stuff. So I kind of just decided to, quote unquote, make it easy on myself yeah. by saying, oh, I'm not going to get married again or, or I'm not going to have any more kids. And then just being in a situation where it was easy for me to stay in that because, like you said, when we met and we started dating, he was like, oh, I don't want to get married. I don't want to have kids. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, this cool. works. Yeah. This I was great. in stick and move mode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so and then I got stuck. <laughs> I was about to say stick and move. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. And I got stuck. Like, I mean, we talked about it. Like, I had no intentions of us yeah, doing anything. Either. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It was yeah. just like, yo, we kicking it, right. whatever the case may be. But I think Time for me, go by. that's how it usually happens. So, especially for somebody like me, because I I did not go into that thinking like we would be where we are now or, or even still being cool a, with each right. other and, and being each other alive. I think I just went into it and it just gradually happened as we built our friendship yeah. and all of that. So, and yeah. I think for me, I look at, I be watching stuff and I'm like, I know I would have a dope wedding. Mm-hmm. I know I would be a great father. And that's the other thing, too. Yeah. Like, I kind of, I got married young, so I didn't get to do my full experience that oh, I had wow. for myself. Oh, okay. The so sucky so. part now is all this time has passed, so a lot of the people who are important to me aren't going to be there. Yeah. But I do want to get my experience. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. And that's for cool. me, I, it's like, I want to give an experience. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I say I think it, it's it's weird for me, because bro, I be sitting at the house and like she knows I spent a lot of time by myself you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and the old me would have been filling that empty space with different women or doing different things and I'd be like bro I don't want the energy of yeah. a woman yeah. that I don't just anybody just anybody or the energy of somebody you don't want like mm-hmm. I don't want anybody up in my space or trying to spend a night when I don't want them spending a the night yeah. mm-hmm. and I, that's why I'd be like even when I talk to some of my guy friends I'm like how do y'all niggas still do this like how are y'all dating five different women oh, yeah. and your mindset is still like Bro, I ain't got the time or the ain't energy. Got the time or the energy. Even if girls hit me now and they trying to pull up, I'd be like, nah, I'm good. Like, you know, time, they just fading away one by one. It's the time, energy, and you got to add interest. Like, I have no Very interest true. in, you know, doing what. I mean, because I, I, I did that when I was in my 20s. Bro. And I did it, and I, I felt like I did it well. Like, yeah. I actually had a whole system down. Yeah. But now, I'm like, <laughs> You have to. You know, it's like the, the energy that you yeah. have to take. And then this is the thing. You have to, you know, obviously it takes energy to do that kind of thing. But then also, if you have multiple women. Like yeah. this is what I realized about myself. Oh, I, I never gave anybody a hundred percent. I don't even know what I didn't I didn't know what that felt what like until like, my older age. Yeah. Because they was getting you was getting thirty three. If I had three, I never went over three. Yeah. I always had three and impossible. Yeah. I had a I had a spades hand. Yeah. But you getting thirty three percent, you getting thirty three percent, and you getting thirty three percent. Now if one of those is only getting about twenty five percent, now I got a little bit to give to somebody just in case one of y'all need to be replaced. Mine was but more was like never a Uno hand. Mine was like a more Uno hand. You got to draw four, draw two, <laughs> got a couple of wild cards. Yeah, baby. I had a space. Yeah, you yeah, used to keep some wild three, cards. Three oh, I did. And I told her, I was like, this wild. is literally, I would say the last five to six years, like I've, it's a slow progression. It's always a wild card. That's what I'm saying. But it's like a slow progression into being like, Damn, I'm settling in. Yeah. yeah. But then and at the same time, it's scary because like Jack on um, Virgin River, like he was like, I've never lived with anybody. Mm-hmm. So now the things that you're used to doing, like I may want to just come downstairs and be to myself. Yeah. You ain't going to always be able to be to yourself. Sometimes that's the compromise of giving that time to the girl. And at this age, women going to want to be all up on you, on yeah. your lap, in your leg, on mm-hmm. your leg, whatever the case may be. Man. Coming in the shower. 
No, man, this is my time. And, and it's the same. It's the same when yeah, you have kids. Exactly. So now you got kids and your lady. But, be in your and space. that's what. But Which that's the point where I'm older now, where I feel like I would be okay with that yeah. because I don't have so many guards up and so many restrictions. Like like we talked about on that one on one episode. I'm open. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was gonna say. I think is another beautiful thing about getting older that I've realized in myself is really removing the timelines that I have you for have a lot to. of stuff. Because yeah. I know for me, even when I think about having another kid. I always said, oh, well, if I didn't have one by 35, I, it was a wrap. Yeah. But then also thinking about, like, I've lived many different lives. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff that I was hung up on when I was younger, like, oh, I don't want to have any more kids because yeah. I don't want to be considered, you know, having two two baby daddies yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in the grand scheme of things, none of that really matters. Yeah, because the people around me aren't going to judge me for that. Like, exactly. they're going to see what happened in my life circumstances that caused me to be in this situation. So it doesn't matter. Right. And that's and that was Some the motivation. Some niggas missing out on their own blessing. Yeah. yeah that, that was the motivation for the song. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I realized that I put up a lot of prisons that I, I mm-hmm. created for myself. Oh, Frank, this is how I am. Now, I used to say that shit all the time. Bro, I don't do that. too. Yeah. I don't this do is that. how I, I am. I don't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just accept it. But I realized I was, I was putting myself, I was putting my, I was creating in my own boxes. I was creating my own restrictions. You know what I'm saying? Like my own construct, so to speak. Yeah. And, and now I'm it. like, nah, I'm good, man. Like, cause you know, you competing with your old self. Right. You know I was like? That's how I used to think. Yeah. I don't think like that no more. And now I'm free to do whatever the fuck I want to do. But that's why I say I think it's important. Like uh, me and Jason and uh, Richard and Najee, Rob, shout out to them guys. And again, like we talk in our group and I think it's called Conversations Tonight where it's this light-skinned guy with the beard mm-hmm. and then he got a, a co-signer who's always kind of riding his coattail. Mm-hmm. And, and we talk about how a lot of these guys that are on social media and they're pandering to the women. Oh, they yeah, don't talk about their mistakes. They don't talk about their fuck-ups. They always speak as if they're the guy and the girl is crazy or they've told the girl what they don't want and the girl's still trying and it's like, but... You're still doing what you're doing. Yeah. I don't, I'm not in a pandering. I've never nah. been a pandering. Wow. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like, it's too many, it's too many guys out here saying one thing, doing another, leading women astray. But women have to take some accountability on the Absolutely. actions or the people they're choosing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm in a place now where it's like, I don't want to talk to nobody who about games. I don't really want to associate myself mm-hmm. with nobody like that. Even when I hear people talk a certain way about running through women, I don't have a lot to say about it because mm-hmm. that's not where my head is at. Right. That's not the space I'm in. It's like, if that's cool for you, that's cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But for me, I think like it's important to have these conversations. Like you look at people like Zion Williamson and Ja Moran. It's like, who the fuck is in these dudes here? Yo. You, you, you're getting porn stars pregnant. <laughs> you're showing guns. What kind of friends you got around you that's allowing that? What kind of friends right. you got around you that's allowing this kind of shit to happen and not saying, yo, nigga, you fucking with a girl that everybody is touching and being on. Oh, my God. And, but I know you got something world. to say. I do. But even, I for, do. even for the regular everyday women, you're missing out on a possible good man when you're on social media brushing your teeth half naked because he doesn't see you. Mm-hmm. He sees what he wants from you. Mm-hmm. You're making yourself a target. Yeah. There's so many beautiful women I see yeah. on social media, and I'm like, damn, these girls are beautiful. And then I look at them, and I'm like, but why would I want to be with a woman that's going to go in the bathroom and go through a morning routine with a thong on, panties on, whatever the case may mm-hmm. be, with your ass hanging out, and tell me, oh, this is my routine for the day. Mm-hmm. But everything yes. is half nakedness. Yeah. I don't want no woman doing that shit. I ain't saying you can't. I but mean, th- that's the morning routine. It's just not for everybody. It's not. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's not, or, 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 and you can tell when it's all about sex because yeah. of the angle of it. Or of they course. see other women doing it and they want to yeah. get 97,000 uh-huh. likes. Yeah, approval. Absolutely. No, I was just going to say, like, what we were talking about, because I had, I had uh, John Moran on on one of the you topics, did. I think it said something about, you know, it's possible that he's 
um, struggling or or dealing with like survivor's remorse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because and not only him, but but if I was these guys, like of course, if I was them, yeah. <laughs> but not necessarily because of, because these guys are 22 years old with hundreds of millions of dollars. That I, I can't relate with that shit. Yeah. I'm fucking 48. We're not. I don't got a hundred million. Yeah. I got a hundred thousand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't got a hundred million. million. Yeah. But um, I'm a, I'm a thousandaire. But but what I'm saying is that you know they got like LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Or even like KD. These cats. Uh, you know, they came in the league young, yeah. but but you see what they did with their homies, especially LeBron. He's like the example. Yeah. Like he's the one that's like he more, the prototype. Yeah, he's he's the one that's like more in your face because you know what all his homies is doing, yeah. like what they created. They yeah. built something. Yeah. Now KD's is probably a little bit more, you know, he has Yeah, because they got content. the boardroom and all yeah, that. That's stuff, what I'm yeah. saying. They, but they got but shit. But they also but, never was in the mainstream media fucking up like this. Well, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, you when you come into the league, it's almost like the league has to set up this you know, you mentorship program. Like, yeah. yo, talk to these young boys. These yeah. boys is young with all this money. Like, they now have become the breadwinners in their families, yeah. in their friend circles, for their city, for their hoods, whatever. Like, they the main ones. Yeah. Like, you need to, they need to really have a conversation with these kids. They no, need to man. talk to the people who's been there before that can relate. John yep. Morant can't get no advice from a motherfucker like me. No. You know what I'm saying? Make $100,000 a year, the motherfucker make $200 million. <laughs> Yeah. Like, you but know, the but thing like, about but it is he can't, but he can't really get that advice from anybody no, because even the old heads don't make the money they make. Right. In one year, they got what old heads got right now. Right. You know but, what I'm saying? But, but they do have... And they don't want to listen. Right, but they do have the the experience yeah, with, the, with the groupies, with the you know the women that's going to come in. Like, you know, LeVar Ball tried to talk to his boys about you know what type of women that, that they might gonna end up with. And look what happened with one of his sons. But like I told you, you know it's saying? about... But like I <laughs> said, though, you have to be ready to receive that message. No question. For years, women have tried to get me to move in. Women have tried to get me to settle down. Women have tried to get me to do a lot of things, but I wasn't ready right it wasn't until my mind and my body started being like reject that ain't what i want right i want to slow and you start feeling this in your mind you feel it in your body it's just like going out and you out and you be like i can't do this no more and you're right. drinking and you wake up the next morning and you're like i don't want to feel this no more it's the same thing with sleeping with however many women and at just one night you're like i don't want this girl in my bed no more right. i don't want the i don't want to go through the process of a woman staying past the time that i want her to be gone right you know what i'm saying right but what but what happens if okay so this is a perfect example so what happens if you feel that way but you continue to do it like what does that say I mean, yeah, clearly you don't have anybody in your corner to be telling you that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's why yeah. this nigga so was in needs, on yeah. the fucking video for the second time with the goddamn gun. And it's Bro, like, what are you yeah. doing? What are you doing? And then what kind oh, of homeboy do you have that posts that shit? Well, he tried. You know, he they tried. He tried. To, he tried to turn the camera back, like, quick, oh, like, yeah. as soon as he seen it. Yeah. Because he was like, surely this nigga's not going to put another a gun, gun up. up on the video. And like, then they said it was doing, a play bro? gun. But I mean, you okay. got your daughter guns. Regardless, it's stupid, Why? and you make yourself look yeah. even worse by and, doing that. And it shit. would have been different if you hadn't been through the other shit like yeah. two months earlier, yeah. bro. Come on, man. Yeah. That, but that tells you that they don't have somebody in their ear pulling their coat like, "Yo, bro, come here, let's talk." But look at our age; we don't have people doing that now. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, like, I mean, it, you have you don't have a lot of people doing. I have a lot. Of like, people. I know yeah, in the right. groups that I'm in, yes, yeah. we hold each other accountable. Right. Or like, all right, bro. But it's still you're very doing a obvious far. that we're all kind of trying to still figure it out. Yeah, no question, no doubt, no. But, but I think I would say the people that are in this room, uh, we are going about it a lot better than a oh, lot yeah. of people are. Yeah. I'm 40 years old. Talking and about I know shit, people right? that's 40 years old and I don't even know they, I didn't know their age until they tell me. And it's like, right. 
and this is what you're still on. Right. Uh-huh. You're still on the TikTok videos and <laughs> doing these little dances and freeze frames and repeats and or what is it remixes? And, now listen, there's nothing wrong with that. I, hey, everything in moderation. Yeah, it's just, everything it's in moderation. Everything in moderation. But also, I so if if you've been watching me, you can tell that even my attire has started to change. Mm-hmm. I ain't watching that close, bro. Well, what I'm saying, I'm like, you, you. but you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, you, I don't want to be seen. As I did like, mention I'm, something about yeah, your Yeah, that's what I was about yeah. to say. Here yeah, you go. Here yeah, you I'm go. peeping you. But it's like, you want to look different. I don't want to look the same as I was now. at 30. I don't want to look like yeah. a kid. I'm a grown-ass man, and I want to mm-hmm. be seen right. as a grown-ass man. Working this job. I am a professional. Yes. I want to be seen as that. This is the shit I worked for. I put in years of college school and preparation to be a better person. That's right. Man, look at here. I'm not trying to be seen as something less than. Not that I care what other people think, but it's like I want to be. I want to see myself the, like the way I have envisioned it. Yes, and I've tried to manifest it. Now it's just time to walk into it. Exactly. And I think at some point, like I say, whether somebody's telling you something or not, because I didn't have a father around, but at some point I wanted to step into that. Mm-hmm. I surrounded myself with people like you, and now we here. Right. So I see you, bro. I see you. Freak Nick, man. Freak Nick was a place where black women could show their sexuality. Yeah. Um. You know, this is a tough conversation. Yeah. Because there's going to be some people like, did you ever, you ever go to anything like that? A Kappa Beach party, anything like that? I was in the city of a Kappa Beach party, but I didn't go. Because not being funny at times, like Texas Relays and shit, we yeah. would just show up. Because like a Super Bowl, something going on in the city. Something going on. Yeah, you're going to run into something. But Relays wasn't really like that kind of scene though, right? Uh, it depends on after the fact. You want to <laughs> go to the let out? Then yeah, yeah it would be like that at the let out. Not okay. so much at the Relays. The Relays is just going, you people, it's out right. there. And then you hit the after hour spots. Okay, cool. So so what happens is is, is, is difficult for us to have this conversation because we're usually the, you know, the <laughs> the beneficiaries uh, of that kind of behavior. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And so, of course, we encourage it because, yeah. you know, we objectify women. Yeah. Now, this is me 20 years ago. Um, I know I don't want my daughter doing it, all this other kind of shit. No, you don't. But that's one conversation. The other conversation is, you know, do we allow these women to be freak. Fly they freak fly. Because I'm definitely not on some, yeah, you, they here, so just rape them. Yeah. <laughs> of course not. Yeah. But, but. I mean, some dudes is like that. Like, no, some dudes. Can't, back, yeah, women can't be raped. And back then, in the 90s, I they them. was really like that. Like, okay. yo, if they here, they getting it. So like, if, regardless if, she if dr- they wanted or not. Even if she drunk, you running trains. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, shit like that. So, yeah. so I'm definitely not necessarily on that kind of scene where it's just take advantage of women, but I am on the scene of, if I'm in an environment where women want to be sexually free, yeah. I encourage that. I encourage it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and as a man, like, it's really not self-motivated. You know what I mean? It's really more about, because we've had these conversations, yeah. especially about black women. Yeah. If there's ever an environment where black women can be sexually free, I'm going to encourage and, and promote that. And we want freaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like being somewhere and a girl looking back at that thing. But that don't mean you got to take that and give it to everybody. Right. It's just be, but you and can you be that person. Woman. And you don't have to disrespect a woman. Right. I've never been the type that if a woman dancing and doing all that shit, I'm like going to grab on her. Yeah, no, no, no. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think it was one time. Now yeah, that I'm man. old, now that I'm old enough, <laughs> I would appreciate exactly. it now. Yeah. But remember when we went to New Orleans? Mm-hmm. Man, we was in New Orleans, and like I said, I was a different person back then, and we was with a group of people, bro. And yeah. I, it was like two white girls we met on the plane. They was trying to holler. Like, we had went into a club. We saw them there. All our people was there. So I'm I'm somewhere talking to these white chicks, kicking it or whatever. I come back, and it's this girl and got Ortiz and hemmed up, and they just yeah. twerking all over each other. And I come back, and I'm looking, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. But, he, oh but old boy, when I looked, I said, this bitch gay. Yes. You lesbian ass. Like, I was, yeah. that's how small my mind was at that time. Yeah. And ain't nothing more insecure than a street nigga, bro. Because mm-hmm. a street nigga think like, hey, bitch. Yeah. 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 You know what the fuck it is. Don't embarrass. Like, my mindset was, hey, bitch. Oh, yeah. 
No, that way your mindset. That's that's what, what it's, I, that's, my mindset. <laughs> has, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, motherfucker. Hey, oh, you embarrassed me. Yeah, yeah. I'm on some, you out here doing? I'm on some pinky ring shit, bitch. I will smack you up. I, like, I was so, so different. Down magic wand. Yeah, but and I'm like, we on vacation. We just having a good time. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, Talk fuck this shit. I don't walk back to the hotel. Like, fuck these hoes, man. I'm out of here. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, that, was yeah. a, that was a wild night, though. Oh, it wow. Was. It sounds like it was, it was a wild wild. night. We might have an episode where you just <laughs> had... recap that night. <laughs> but it was a good time. It was for a good time. Like... I was just like, yeah. But so, I no, I don't think that women are allowed. Because I know, personally yeah. speaking, a lot of things. I don't have certain conversations. I don't contribute to a lot of conversations. Because especially me being the type of woman that I am yeah. that comes across a certain way, yeah. I don't participate in those because I don't feel like it will be received. But well, fuck that, because right. you now, no, I, and, I know, and but I encourage you to do it now, because I'm now, like, yo, that's who the fuck you, <laughs> right, but I, yes. but I, like I said, I was, a, I had a different mentality. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. raised by, I didn't have a father. Yeah. Right? So like, I'm being raised off like the shit that Hook Man done taught me and other niggas who really own some pimp shit, like right. keep yeah. these bitches in line. Right, keep them in Don't line. Don't let your hoe embarrass you out here. Right. Like I'm not on some, hey, we just having a good time. And I forgot yeah. who said this shit on TikTok and they were saying, a white women will allow their white husbands and boyfriends to be emotional, to be free, mm -hmm. and even do some shit that may be questionable. Mm -hmm. But black men don't get that leeway. Right. And not being funny. And black women don't. And then the black yeah, women yeah. don't allow them niggas to have right. that leeway. And, and, that's and, that's, mm -hmm. and that's the part where I say black people are so hypocritical because we want to be free, but mm -hmm. we literally slap mental chains on each other all the all fucking the time. time. And ourselves. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And it's like, how do you just be free? So even with me, like not being funny, like the whole, like me being in an interracial relationship, I literally kept that shit on the down low for a long time. And she would come to me and be like, hey, we don't never go nowhere. And I'm like, hey, man. <laughs> um, and I would, I would tell her, I would be like, hey, this is the reason. And then it got to a point where I was like, if I had a fucking daughter, yeah, and my and, and and she was dating a white guy, and he only came over and fucked, and he never took her nowhere, Ooh. nigga, drop this motherfucker, right? So I had to reverse that shit yeah, yeah, yeah. and be like, bro, you're not treating her right. Mm -hmm. She ain't just some jump off. She ain't no hoe. She ain't no hideaway. And that's why I say I like to have these conversations. It may not be a popular conversation, but nigga, I want to change the mindset. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If you have, if if you feel like, and we've talked about it before, when I go out with my white homeboys, I feel like I can do whatever, spend whatever, and it's reciprocated oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I ain't going out there and I done spent $200 on a round of drinks you go out it's with some cricket. niggas oh. and it's cricket it's like who got the next round then the nigga want to go to the bar and get his own drink yeah. but you go yeah. out with your white homeboys or your Americanized Hispanic homeboys and it's like hey we got the next one you got to right. tell them motherfuckers mm -hmm. hey yeah, I'm good. Good. you're showing off for what let me pay for this round you know I got it so it's like you're going to be drunk too yes you're going to be drunk and they going to make sure you having a good time right. so that's Come why on, I say brother. I've grown to be like yo I've learned to accept people mm -hmm. for who the fuck they yes, are. Yes, indeed. And she's surprised by that sometimes because we'll talk and she'll do something. She'll be like, she'll laugh or she'll get quiet. And I'm like, why are you getting quiet? And she's like, oh, I thought she was going to say something. I'm like, nah, man, get your shit off. Yeah. I'm yeah. not here to hold nobody back no more. Look, live and let live. I done been there. I done done that shit. We almost done, bro. Y'all got anything else before we get ready to get up out of here? Man, what you talking about, bro? You well, roll it back. What you? Listen, topics. We man. literally have run through these. Well, what I have on here, we've went through them. Really? Yes. Okay. Now, if Wait, you want to tell me a little something else. It, can we take a break? My mouth is dry. Well, so oh, we'll do that. <laughs> hey, uh, Mike, let us let us hear a little bit of a uh, scientist and engineers off Killer Mike's album and Andre 3000. Good shit. I got something else coming in. All right, what you, where are you going to get some water from? You got some juice? I don't know. You are now listening to The Reality Is. The, the Reality Is. Standing in the rain. Why should I 
spin one time and spin again. Go make love to an angel while the devil in my head. Communication coming in. Too much that I can't communicate with all of them. I do wish I had scientists or engineer friends. Let's go. Get out of here, Petro. It's cheaper than it's ever been. And then, who's to say when art will end? All I know is when the portrait painted, better have your portion of the rent. A dollar more and you will get upgraded when you think you've made it. You are then just tolerated, overrated. Hope I'm 80 when I get my second win. Small potatoes, all I ate before potato chips will cut my corner lips. Operator, operator, I would pray that you connect me to a sip. A sangria, zambia, camera, cameo, hand me a handful of hips. A stamina, stampede of happily happenings, dabbling into a blip. Beyond neon, beyond the ambience, be honest, you promise that you will live. Do summers ever forget? Put your muscle like a kid. Cucumber will make a trip. Do jump on it, hit a split. Hookers don't really do shit. Do get lynching in it, bitch. Rebelling is like an itch. Oh. I'm back in, so we back. I wanted you. We wanted to talk about Juneteenth before we get up out of here. Yeah. And I know you sent me something the other day, and oh, we were talking God. about uh, they sent out a an um, email a email at work, and <laughs> it was talking about what you could do to show your support yeah. for Juneteenth. Okay. I feel like with those messages, it's like it's more directed to anybody that's not black. Yeah. Yeah. With no consideration for how we would want that initiative rolled out, because I think they had different resources like that you could post on social media about Juneteenth that mm-hmm. were company acceptable mm, and company they, acceptable. yes and they put them under the tag like you had to go to the company intranet and they put them under the tag african-american so i just thought i'm like why would you phrase it like that like we know our history but i don't know i, mm. I get what they're trying to do i just feel like it could be done in such a better way i agree and i, I i'm the fact that it's a national holiday i don't i, I don't feel good about that. I don't know that I wanted it to be No, one. I didn't want it. I was like, who, who, like whose this decision was this? Who, who advocated for this? Like, who advocated for and this? And black people was, I know for me, being, Madam I, I, I was just, no, I, no. Would just <laughs> I would just fucking call off. Like, it wasn't, like, I never worked on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, now and you got was, a holiday. That's what but, made it better. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to work on yeah. this day. She just yeah. hit me up like, you going to work? I'm like, nah, I ain't going to work. Martin Luther King birthday, same thing. I ain't going to work. I mean, national holiday anyway, but. I think the reason, the only reason I had an issue with it is I'm like, okay, so, you know, no offense to, to white people, but it's like. Everybody got a Juneteenth special now. Yeah. yeah. Like. Everybody has a Juneteenth. It's like it's commercialized. It's, and that's exactly why. And I think I that's why they did it. Because yeah. now it's like you can commercialize now it. you can make money, make money off and of it. And everybody wants to show that they're not racist. So let me see right. what I can do to celebrate to this celebrate holiday. This. Let, me, yeah. let me see how I can make some money. Yeah. I think this goes into the critical race theory of the importance of, if you want to do something, educate yourself. Right. Because I feel like it's crazy if you're, uh, like I told her, I said, think about the white people who don't like black people. Now you're off work. Mm-hmm. For what? white exactly. people did to black people exactly. in those times and critical race theory like uh, I forgot I was watching I think it was not C-SPAN but CNN mm-hmm. I forgot the white dude he was from oh he was like a senator or a republican from Oklahoma mm-hmm. and he was saying he asked a panel of women it was like a white it was like three white women a black woman and a Hispanic woman and he was like tell me why we should be talking about critical race theory teaching and we know he was talking about white kids but he was like mm-hmm. teaching kids that they're wrong and their ancestors are wrong and making them feel bad as opposed to teaching Jesus loves you yeah. so even a white woman was trying to tell him why it's important that. yeah and, and even a white woman was trying to tell him why it's important she was like well I feel and he was like I don't want to hear what you feel I want you to tell me should we be teaching kids that Jesus loves them or we should be teaching them critical race theory and what somebody did to them hundreds of years ago 
went on to the, to the Hispanic lady. The Hispanic lady tried to do the same thing. He said, I don't want to hear your thoughts. Got to the black lady. The black lady was like, first, I think we should be teaching Jesus Christ. Yes. And then we should be teaching critical race critical theory race and tell where history comes from. The world cannot be better if we don't know what happened at the inception mm-hmm. and why the shit changed. Right. If, if you're a white person who doesn't know the history of these things, then you're going to always hear black people when they ask for reparations and think niggas is always begging. Right, exactly. As opposed to <laughs> the only reason a yeah, lot of the these white shit. people like Rockefeller and mm, Chase Bank all and, of these and, and all these people are up here is because they got 400 years of 400. free labor. Imagine that shit, Imagine man. if I had a bunch of fucking white people working for me 100 years to build me up. Just 100 years. For free. Not Just one Nigga, give me five. Give me, give me 20. Man, how many times do we 20. talk about not even having Paying taxes, you want to do something for us? Make exactly. say, hey, for a lifetime over Bro. the next hundred years, that black people don't have to pay taxes, bro. nigga. We will be able to do more than anybody has ever done in their life. Look right. at us already, bro. Exactly. I mean, with all of those barriers, look at it. Look at us. You know what I'm saying? So it's like take that shit away. Even when I talk to, and you know, you'll talk to a white, some white people, and they're like, "Well, I'm not rich, and I'm not well, the nigga. That's your loss and your waste <laughs> of skin and privilege. Cause give me that shit, nigga. I'm up. Right. I would be making more money than I make right now with the two degrees and fucking certifications and everything else, bro. More than likely, ain't no more than likely. Cause bro. the system is set it, up. The for system that. is set up that way. Yeah. So for me, I just had a problem with Juneteenth being celebrated like that because it's like there are people who still don't like us that now get a benefit mm. of it and then the government who did this and assisted in doing this to us now gets financial gain mm. from it. So Not only taxes but like oh, you yeah. say they get to profit off you of what they did profit. without even accepting what they did. Right, but and, and it's even beyond that for me because when I first I told you like when I first moved here, uh, I moved here in 1998. Um I heard about you. I moved in 1998 October. June of 1999 is when I heard about Juneteenth. I was like, the fuck is Juneteenth? What is that? Cause Never heard of it yeah. in my life. I was like, what is it? And they told me, and I said, wait a minute. So hmm. you telling me that, that we celebrate in the day that's two years after the time that we became free? Mm-hmm. Like, why are we celebrating that? If anything, my thing is, this is just me. If anything, we should be celebrating like Emancipation, Emancipation Day, like yeah. the day that it, it actually, actually happened. happened, not the two years later. It just shows you how racist Texas I is. Mean, and, and even on her uh, email for her company, it said when they found out. No, nigga. <laughs> they knew when our Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation yeah. Proclamation yeah. for them to be free. But when it was delivered here, right. they said no. We going to still do what we want to do. Mm. And Texas has always been an at-will state. They do whatever they want to do. ERCOT situation. Mm-hmm. People even say Texas is its own country. Yeah. No. The slave owners and the, and the government, well, they knew. They knew of course. But they said, no, nah, we're going to keep working these motherfuckers mm-hmm. until somebody else come down exactly. and mandate this shit from yep. Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And that's what this is. Don't put it out there saying this is when we got the message. No, it's not. Because that's not when. No, nigga, you got that piece of paper on that horse. Heck yeah. Back at, they Y'all just in put that shit somewhere. not 65. Eight, exactly, <laughs> Two bro. Two years. So that's my thing. I don't care about it happening, but if you're going to do it, like we talked about with black people doing the right thing and nigga do the good with the bad and not being funny to the white senator who says should we be yes you should make them little white kids feel bad because black kids got to feel bad every day when we raise our kids or Mm -hmm. as I was got to talk at seven years old about why America looks at me a certain way or why I need to have my ass home at night before the street light come on yeah them little white kids need Mm -hmm. to know they don't need to be fuck that Mm -hmm. bubble bust that that bitch what they call them towns Sundown Town. Sundown Town. Texas yeah. was a sundown oh, town, bro. Man. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I grew man. up in racism. Oh, I grew up around that city. And you trying to protect your kid from knowing what their ancestors did. 
You need to know. And guess what? When them white kids be, that's why when you see these white girls fucking, some of these white girls fuck with niggas to spite their parents, exactly. bro. Yeah. Because that's it's like, oh, shit. you did this? I'm just going to get this big black dick and I'm putting it right up my hoo-ha and you ain't going to be able to say shit about it. You're going to make me dry myself off. Now, this is the thing. <laughs> this is the thing. It's not even about, it's not even about me wanting you to make white kids feel bad. No. It's not about that. It's properly educated. Exactly. It's about the information. Now, how they process that information, everybody's going to process that. That's what counselors for. That's what I'm saying. But but you speaking as if that everybody's going to process it the exact same way, making an excuse not to teach the shit. But that's not the truth. That's not the truth, bro. You know what I mean? But that of them are upset at the things that their ancestors did. Yes, they don't understand. Exactly. They're they're asking the questions and they're trying to do things differently. And and it makes more sense to them when they get the context of what has happened. You know what I'm saying? When white people understand it, because that's the thing. Some white people know exactly what the history is. Yeah. So they don't want, Mm -hmm. you know, because they know that when the shit gets out, when the real shit gets out, the other white folks that don't necessarily, aren't as knowledgeable about the history, fuck around and turn on them. Like, yo, I I ain't trying to be affiliated with that bullshit. I love my black friends. But I also (laughs) think it needs to be some American history too because for the Hispanics. It is American history. No, I'm just saying for the Hispanics and the Irish and the Italians who think that y'all are better than black people, Right. Oh, white, no, we, no, white people were spitting on y'all asses too exactly. and treating y'all just like us. Y'all just didn't have 400 years of the shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why I don't be scared to talk about no Jew shit, no Hispanic shit, no nothing because every white person treated every fucking race that didn't look like them like that. Exactly. And then to build their numbers... Because they're light skinned or fair skinned, they just from a different region. Yeah, they said, put them with us. The census. That gives us the numbers. We'll the numbers are this. better. That's why when people talk about the census and they be like, yo, mm-hmm. there's more black people here and white people are not the head. They mm-hmm. not. Right. If you break that shit down and you put Hispanics where they're supposed to be and Irish and all and, and, and whoever else where they, bro. White people are real small over this motherfucker. That's why I don't use the words minority anymore. No, I don't. No, because it's not. It's not true. Yeah. And then, nah, you you think I believe the census, bro? <laughs> they manipulate everything. That's what I'm. They that's exactly. She could always cook the. They book. always can cook these fucking you know? books, man. Yeah. What song are we going out to? Well, the the song that I have is a little bit more mellow, man. I thought that's you fine. had found some. Nah, oh, you yeah. can go okay, with what you got. Oh, you got some? Okay, mine is called Grateful. By uh, grateful by by Black Thought. Grateful. This, this is the only thing I'm gonna tell you. The next time I because I remember one time I played a Tank song and I was into that bitch and you was like, oh, this nigga got this soft ass music. I'm telling you right now, what? I'm turning this bitch into an R&B session the next time we come in here. I could I could fuck with the R&B. Oh yeah, I bet you can. These now. days, driving around in Porsches Hell and, yeah, and stepping out eating soft and salt so caviar. Soft caviar. caviar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit, you know what next time you gonna come in here, your nails gonna be done. Oh, I need that man. I Look cut them up. <laughs> You're right. I need to get the right. buffer out. Though. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, man. Like but we about to get ready to get up out of here. Uh, thanks again, Frank, for coming out. Of course, Artesia, Mike. We appreciate you, man. We recording right now in MZ Studios in Dallas, man. Yeah. Uh, again, love raps. We appreciate you. We're gonna be pulling up. We're gonna have to put this information together because, like I said, Sunday, I came here Sunday, July 9th from five to nine. Church announcements. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sunday, July 9th from five to nine. That's it. I'm gonna do something better for y'all. Talk number cash shit. Alright. Alright. Run the door rats like I don't want them. Count up the rats, we gon' want them.